If you are not 18 years or older, go away. This is not for you. So how, how I've been asking people, like, what was your COVID regimen? Like, what did you, how did you spend your, your quarantine and how did you? Oh, gosh, you know, I mean, at the beginning, uh, I was in New Orleans. And so, and, uh, you know, I was living alone. And, you know, the people, the people that live alone are the real heroes of COVID. Oh, fuck actually. yeah. Actually. Yeah. You know, because they're the ones that sacrifice the most because they didn't, um, you know, people that had family and were living with their partner, like actually they might not see as many people, but they, their social network is with them, basically. Right. It's not right. the people who were relying entirely on, on being outside of the home for their social life and didn't have any connection with people otherwise. Like that was tough, you know, I think. Um, and I was just... I, I'd been kind of in a shell, you know, when I moved to New Orleans and I was just coming out of it and then COVID hit. So it was, you know, it was, it was pretty tricky for me. And so, yeah, I was just there, you know, for work and stuff. Um, and I had a house there. And so I was like trying to make that into a place that I could rent and so forth and, and, um, you know, figure out, figure out ways to make a living, you know? Um, but I didn't, I didn't have a, a friend network there. I didn't like, right. you know, so I didn't have that. Yeah, I didn't have that, you know, and um, we did a lot of Zoom calls with our friends and shit like that. That's what we. That's- yeah, we. I was doing that, too. And I also organized I should have I should have sent you this, actually, because I had organized uh, Zoom uh, dance parties. And uh, so, well, you're probably better probably, off if you seeing me dance probably would have. <laughs> they were like pretty good because they were like, OK, we're going to dance. It's going to be for half an hour. It starts at this time. It ends at this time. You know, like it's half an hour, period. Right. You know, and that that structure worked. And I, I have a bunch of videos of it because I like I would screen capture it, you know. And we're all just like, but because uh, if if I'm in your Zoom, I can play my, I can set up the Zoom so I'm playing my music on your computer. Right. And so I could just DJ, and we were all dancing to the same song, and that was pretty. Yeah, it was actually pretty fun. You know, that was a good. That was a good thing. But now, now, well, that's good. Well, if you if if we go into lockdown again, I would hope to have an invite. Absolutely, dance dance party. Yeah, absolutely. So when when did you uh, uh, just, you know, start kind of like tapering off and go like, okay, I've got to I got to be social now. I mean, first off, I mean, you you still yeah. didn't, you still hadn't really met a lot of people in New Orleans, I assume. Right, right. You know, I never did meet that many people in New Orleans. Like, I never made a, a community there. Actually, right. you know. Um, so uh, recently, I moved back to Chicago, which is where I grew up. And I have a lot of I have my family there and, you know, a lot of old friends and so forth. Um, but, you know, you know, my one thing I did during COVID, though, is I made a decision that I want to be in my friends, like OnlyFans videos. Like everybody was making these like kinky OnlyFans pages. Right. Right. And I was like, this is what I want to do. You know, <laughs> like I want to be the model for my for their for these shoots you know right and so so i just started like working out every day and it's like with that in mind you right. know and i and i kept that up i'm in i'm in much better shape now than i was pre-covid like i exercise every day you know and i'm like and i look better and, and i have like more energy i think you know and um and but it was literally because of that i was like i want to be in like bondage only fans shoots it's funny <laughs> we have we have we, so it's it's kind of fun. so I, I i started working out a lot too but I, I first i started working out a lot because i 
I wasn't walking as much, obviously. I was still at mm -hmm. home. And I was also mm -hmm. working from home. And, and my back started hurting. So I started doing like core work and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But then um, when COVID started dying down a little bit, Saad was like, oh, uh, you know, let's, let's, start, let's start dating people again, you know, together. And so mm -hmm. um, we, we made a, a, a profile on the thing. And, we're, and I was like, holy shit. Because I, I, I'm always hyper aware that if people, if someone's like, oh, yeah, it'd be fun to, to date those two. They're really saying it would be fun to date her, and I guess it's okay if he's there too, right? And I'm well aware. I'm well. Bobby, well, I mean, come on. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like in in my. I I have no delusions here, right? Uh -huh, but uh -huh. so I thought. Well, I want to make sure that I'm like at least tolerable, or you know, you know, if at least not completely mm -hmm. gross and disgusting. So that's that's was my. my we're both we both have have perverted yeah. reasons for yeah for working it's hilarious. Out. so it's so hilarious. how did you so you're like oh i've got all these fans who uh, do their only fans because obviously during covid especially that's where a lot of people had to go to move yeah. to right but it, you know i haven't I, and i haven't done very much of that i, I kind of put it out there that like you know hey if you, if you need to but people are still making their only fans they're kind of just in their apartment doing you know what i mean it's like they're not right they're not mainly these like productions. I don't think most of my friends are not even really using other people in their videos. They're just like doing these like, you know, jerk off instructions and stuff. You know right. what I mean? It's like, so they're not really doing much, but I have, I have like twice, I'm trying to think twice or three times, three times where I've like been in, in, in people's videos, you know, I definitely want to do it more though. I feel like it's, do you know these you people know. well, or was this sort of like someone just said, like, "Oh, I heard you doing uh, this"? Or... Uh, no, I didn't know that. I mean, I knew one of them well, and then two other people were people I just kind of corresponded with a little bit, and I'd said, like, you know, if you need somebody for your shoots, you know, or if you come in New Orleans and you want to shoot a video or something, you know, right? Uh, be happy, and you need somebody, you know. Like, I always love actually. I've always enjoyed that. I've always enjoyed being in photo shoots. Uh, like it actually started with this Dom um, that I was like just crazy about. And this was maybe 15 years ago or something. I was so into this person and I hit on her and I didn't get a response back. And I thought, okay, she's not that into me. And even though I really liked her, I just, there's not much you can do. You know, right. like I, I felt I'd made it clear that I liked her. Yeah. Beyond that, I didn't want to be creep, you know. And so I, you know, I didn't do anything. But then one day, because she must have kept that in the back of her mind, and she like contacted me and asked me if I would be in, in a photo shoot with her. She needed she needed a guy for a photo shoot, and she remembered this guy that was like obviously like slobbering in you know in love and drooling <laughs> over her. Then he would probably do anything she asked, and right. she called me, and I did not expect it to be erotic, you know. I mean, right. she was a dom, and it was for her site. But I thought with other people there, and actually it was another Dom as well. So, and then, and then her ex boyfriend is there, like taking pictures and like, and I'm just thinking, this is not going to be. I'm not going to get turned on. But I got so turned on. I just locked in on this person, and we just like connected. And then she started like making more excuses to do like more photo shoots because she was in a relationship, and as long as we were doing pictures, it wasn't cheating. You know. <laughs> And we were literally just like having sex. You know what I mean? We were doing things. We were doing things that she couldn't use the pictures we were doing. You know, because right. we were going so 
far beyond anything that she could put on her website, you know? Right. And, uh, and I did eventually say like, you know, I think, I think it's still cheating maybe. And I don't know why I said that, you know, because <laughs> then- And that ended it? It, it ended, it ended part one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Because then, then I started dating this rich girl who wanted to be a dominatrix and she had a bunch of money. And after, uh, you know, and, and one day she said, oh, hold, hold, wanted, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm very sorry. I have to, you're missing a little, there's a little bit missing from this. So, so did you meet her? It's obviously she was probably rich before you met her, right? I'm guessing mm-hmm. yes. you like give her stock tips and then she became rich or something. So you met her and the, and throughout the course of the conversation, she was like, Oh, you know, yeah, I've always wanted to be a pro or was her interest in it how you met? Yeah, her interest in it was how we met. So I just published this book, My Girlfriend Comes to the City and Beats Me Up. Right. And she well, that was a while ago. To, yeah, 2005. Okay. A liter- and she came to a literary event or some like reading or something. She was there and she was with a friend. And so my friend, it was all just kind of really clear from the get. Right. That, you know, she wanted to get to know me because she wanted to be a dominatrix. And so... And, and she was gorgeous and, and, and rich. And I don't know why I couldn't make this relationship work. You know, <laughs> like she, there was nothing wrong with this, with this situation in any way. But, but I couldn't understand what she was saying. It was like we had just such different upbringings and, 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 and our cultural points of references just didn't line up. And so there was just nothing, there's nothing to talk about really. There's nothing, right. you know, but she did say, um, that she wanted, uh, she would like to pay for me to see a dominatrix for two hours, two hour session, which I had never done. I'd never, I, at that point, I had never had enough money to afford a two sure. hour session. Yeah. It's it an incredible luxury. And uh, so, you know, they pay for it and she just wanted to watch it. And I was like, oh, I know just the person. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because now, we're back in the place. It's work again, right? Now yeah, it's okay. Right. And so I contact this person and I, and I tell her my situation and she was like, okay, that's just weird enough that she was into it, you know? <laughs> so, so then we do that. And meantime, this girl I'm in love with, she's broken up with her boyfriend. This is months later, right? Right. And then the three of us start dating. We're having this like three person relationship. And I'm just like, I just want to keep it going as long as possible, right. you know, because I know this is a time limit on this. No sudden movement. Yeah, I know there's no way this is going to work. This is clearly just like a thing that can't last. Ask <laughs> no pressure. So I'm just like riding it out. Yeah, I'm just trying to stay real still, right. you know, and, and being as long as possible. So that was like, yeah, we had like multiple iterations. Our final iteration, me and that woman that I was in love with was um, – one day I saw her, I said, you know, this was like a year later now, right? We've gone, I followed her across the country. You know, she kept like, she kept like leaving these crumbs and then she would never quite say no, but she would never really say yes either. But she kept, and I was like, what if I just saw you as a client? You know, like it finally just occurred to me, right? <laughs> and she was like, oh, you know, because we had like a very intense relationship. Like her boyfriend, like, the only thing he asked her when they broke up was that she not see me. Like there was something wow. about our, our connection was intense, you know, Right. maybe it wasn't just me, maybe, or maybe it was because my intensity was very strong. 
And um, she said, okay, we can do a session, but I'm only going to charge you half. So here I am. And suddenly we do a session. It's everything I want. Everything. I get right. all of it now. It's like the money was like uh, an emotional prophylactic, right. you know? And <laughs> right. now I could have everything was everything I wanted. You know, I don't know if she was doing similar stuff with other clients and I don't care. All I know is that it was perfect. Right. And I did it like four times and it was so good and so nourishing. But I, I, and this is like the, this is like the mistakes of youth, I think, or just like first time doing these things, not really like reconciling with being a client, you know? Yeah. And I was like, if I keep seeing you as a client, you're never going to just come and stop by my home when you feel like it out of nowhere in the middle right. of the night. And then I'll go down on you for like 30 minutes and then you'll leave and I won't see you for three or six months. Right. I feel like you'll just never do that again. And she was like, yeah, that's probably true. And so I stopped seeing her as a client for that reason. Cause I didn't want to lose that, right. you know, that random drop intensity. And I, and I never saw her again. Oh no. It's you, a huge never... mistake. We, yeah. we had found, we had found a perfect spot. You know, two people, every two people have an ideal version of themselves, ideal right. relationship. You know, it could be, you know, like our relationship is just guy friends, ideal yeah. relationship. It's fine. Yeah. You know, and if I just accepted that the best version of us was me as a client paying half price, <laughs> like I could still be doing it today. Right. You know, I, I'd be saving so much money. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's funny you mentioned that the, the the photo shoot thing because I had very limited experience with photo shoots. Like someone, I remember like years and years, like ten years ago, I remember someone was like, "Hey, I know you're kinky. I'm going to do this photo shoot. It's going to be a kinky photo shoot, but it's not going to be should be no nudity or play. But there's going to be like, it's going to look like this is going to sound weirder than it is. It's going to look like there's a, a photo shoot where a woman is is like." killing a guy and then like she eroticizes the guy so it's gonna be very campy or whatever and i was like oh, okay sure fine. <laughs> that was fine it's very attractive woman i remember getting a little turned on during it but thankfully it wasn't like nude or anything like that so whatever <laughs> i was very worried about like i was very concerned about being turned on during that point right and then, I, and then uh, over the course of time like sometimes someone would have a they'd have a photo shoot but it'd be like full bondage or something you couldn't see my face and then you know that would whatever and then when Sad and I first started hanging out, this is before we started dating or even playing really that much. We were just kind of friends. Like there was this brief period where we met and there was like three months where we were just friends before we started playing together. And this was like the crucial time. And she like was doing this photo series of kinky people or whatever. And so she's like putting me in different situations and I'm like hyper because I, I had already said to myself, okay, we're going to be, this is going to be one of those situations where I have a hot dom friend that I pine for without her knowing and we'll just be friends, right? This is, you know, I'm very familiar with this situation, right? I've, I've, mm -hmm. You know, this is this was sort of my thing, hot hot dumb friend that I'm I'm quietly pining for. That was my thing. Mm -hmm. And so, she's doing all these you know different things, and I'm like desperately trying not to get turned on. I'm like desperately, and I'm failing half the time, right? But I'm like uh -huh. not failing 100 percent or anything like that. But I was like, and but because you know I didn't want to. I didn't want to cross the friend thing. I didn't want, I didn't want her to be like, Oh God, that guy's just, he's going to get hard just by looking at me or whatever, you know? So I was just mm -hmm. like, I didn't want to do that. Cause I'm like, I at least want to have the friendship, you know? 
Right, right. Um, but she's aware the whole time you're attracted. She knows you're attracted to her. I mean, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, you know. But I'm playing it cool, right? I'm playing it like it's no right. big deal. <laughs> got That's to. my. You've got to do that. You can't be like, yeah, I love you. You know, you can't do that because, yeah. um, because you know, as you know, like like there there's a way to be friends with a dom, just friends. If you want to be friends, right? There's a way to do it, and that is not being creepy. Right. That's what you can't, you can't be creepy mm -hmm. because they, they get creepy messages all the time. So that, you know, like you, you can't, you can't be that guy. And so I didn't want to be that guy, but I remember like, even after, you know, so now she's like, she, well, she'll pull up those photos and be like, Oh, look at you trying not to get turned on. Or like, yeah, no, it was, but I was very, <laughs> very, very well, paranoid. Women, well, this is idea that we could like hide something from a woman. Like as you get older, you're like, Oh, I can't, you can't, they know everything. They see <laughs> right. everything. Right. They're completely aware of yeah. everything yeah. and they allow us to think that we're like hiding something from them but like as, a once you get old, yeah like a guy gets old enough and they're like realize oh yeah women know everything there's no mm. you don't try to lie to a woman because she's gonna she's gonna know yeah you know you never you'll never get away with it you know like like they it's like it's like the matrix like everything's moving really fast but women it's, for women it's like all moving very slow <laughs> this guy's you know they see they catch every little thing you know yes. if you ask them multiple times they're like oh that's the third time you've asked me about that today like they're like clocking you the guy like they're, yeah. they're, it's all these different levels where i'm like i don't even notice stuff on this level you know yeah yeah no th th that's the same thing like like she knows i don't even have to say things you know like like if we go out if we if we meet someone we go on a date or something like that it's almost become a joke now like we'll meet someone and we'll be leaving and uh, I'll say, so what did you think? And she'll go, what do you think? I said, she seems like a nice lady. And that's my way of saying, holy shit, she's hot, right? So, but I'll, I'll say, <laughs> she seems like a nice lady. She's like, yeah, I thought you'd think that, you perv, you know, whatever. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, no, the, the, the mystery things. So the, um, you guys were dating for, the three of you were dating and then it ended. For a and, minute, yeah, for right. a couple of weeks, you know. But you know, the, the thing about that, that was my first time doing pictures and I and, and I found out that I like really liked it. That I really got turned on. And I think it's a couple of things, you know. I think one thing is when you're doing pictures, it's like you're being objectified, yeah. you know. But you're getting a lot of attention, you know. They're like moving you around and be here, you know, you know. But you're not, you know. It's them and the photographer. You're just a piece of furniture. Right. But they're touching you a lot. You know what I mean? You're right. you're there and like. So it's not like being ignored. As I think if I was doing a session, I don't know that I would tell the Dom that I was into objectification. You yeah. know, I think that like, what do you, look, we only got an hour. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't want like, to give you a bunch of money and then like, you just leave me alone. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? But, you know, if we're doing pictures, well, first off, there's not the pressure of like a time limit and I haven't given you a bunch of money. So actually anything is gravy. You know, right. like yeah. even a, even if you're, you're doing me a them a favor, and even even a little bit of attention is still, you know, it's a bonus. It's all yeah. bonus time. It's all know? gravy. Yeah. So there's so yeah, it's all gravy. But also, um, but I think it's an experience of objectification, uh, while still getting a lot. Because what I what I don't like is abandonment. You know, like I yeah. want to be objectified, but I don't want to be abandoned. Yeah. You know, and so that's it's such a hard line to walk. And and pictures is actually the best way to walk that line, you know. And yeah. so I, I realized that, like, I enjoyed doing the pictures and, or, you know, being like the model for somebody's rope class, for example. Yeah. That I, I found that I enjoyed that more than I enjoyed sessioning, really, you know. Really? Like, wow. Yeah, because for me, like, I don't really 
care so much about like the orgasm and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it's more like I really enjoy being submissive, you know, and just like mm-hmm. being in the environment of like female dominance, you know, and like, as long as they'll kind of like let me sink into that space, you know, um, which usually if you're doing photos, you, you want to encourage that actually, because the photos will be better. You know, you right. actually want yeah. to kind of go there because it's like the authenticity will come through in the pictures, you know? And um, yeah. And so, you know, so you can kind of just kind of like luxuriate in it in a way, you know, that's really like deeply satisfying as yeah. far as like the kind of itch I'm trying to scratch. And then sometimes when doing like a one hour session or something like if, unless I have, especially if I don't already have a relationship with the person, you know, um, yeah, it can be, it can be tough. I can't, I, you know, might, I might not get there, yeah. you know, I might like, you know, I mean, and, and then, and then the orgasm, it becomes important sometimes in a session in a way that it's not, if we're just playing or something, you know, yeah. like, cause like a session kind of needs an ending. Right. You know, and right. so sometimes like, well, we're just going to do this. So because we, you know, just so you'll leave and that you're not, <laughs> you know, and it's over, you know, otherwise it feels like you just stopped, right. you know, and so it can feel, it can feel weird. And like, you know, so yeah, I kind of, I kind of prefer, I'd, 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 I'd rather not, yeah, I'd rather just be helpful. I'd rather just be like the model for the rope workshop and the guy for the pictures, you know, but more likely it's like a combination, right? It's like, I'm, a client sometimes but i'm not paying them to be in their pictures you know but i'm you know if they like you from sessioning with you then you're more likely to be the person that they ask to be in the pictures also anyway you know right so, and, uh, and also one thing i i mean because I, I i never really thought about it but the um the way you just mentioned it the the nice thing uh, about it whether it's being like uh the like the the bottom for a demo or mm-hmm. like in pictures or something like that is yeah you 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 do feel objectified because but also like i i don't like i don't like being the focus usually like mm-hmm. like in a picture i don't like being the focus but the nice thing about it is if you're with your with a dom is that mm-hmm. most people looking at it aren't going to be looking at you anyway like you're just no, you're just a prop and and well, also you know that you've done something like like it, sometimes when i've been in relationships where 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 our sexuality is all BDSM, there have been times where I'm like, what am I bringing to this relationship? You know what I mean? She's doing right. all the work. And I don't quite know how to even it out necessarily, you know? Right. Because it seems like I being the top, I don't have any vanilla, vanilla sexuality. I have zero, I don't have any interest in that kind of sex. And and being a top, I think is just a lot of work. But if, if we're doing pictures, I know exactly what she's getting out of it, you know? And so that also makes me comfortable. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I know knowing that she's get like if I'm there, if I'm paying and if I'm paid client, I know what she's getting at. I don't have yeah. I don't have guilt around being a client. So I'm like, okay, she's getting something. And if we're doing pictures and it's and, and it's her, you know, at her initiative and stuff, that's like, oh, you know, cool. I'm I'm being helpful, you know, and yeah. I, I'm enjoying being helpful. I'm still getting off on it. But it's like I know what she's getting so I don't feel bad. Yeah. I think you you also nailed something too that that like I have friends who are switches who I, I'm very mm-hmm. envious of, right? Because you know switches uh, can, and, and I and then again I, I know sub subs who can understand this as well. But like I, I'm with you that I don't understand like what she's getting out of it, 
right? As a, mm -hmm. as a top, right? Even though I know she's really enjoying it, I know she's really doing it. There's that, there's that part of my brain that I just can't fathom what would be so enjoyable about tying someone up and beating them, you know? Because I, right, I, right. can, I can't, it's like, it's not, it's like, uh, it's like if you went to the, an alien world, you don't understand the context mm -hmm. of any of this stuff, right? And like right, to this right. day, like if I'm, if we're, we're done playing and if we haven't had any like direct sex, you know, if we've had, if we've mm -hmm. had like, you know, beatings or something like that, and I'm in subspace, I'll always, and she still makes fun of me for this. I'll always, we've been together 13 years or something like that. Mm -hmm. I still, I still ask her, did you enjoy that? Right. Because in my brain, <laughs> in my brain, I can't understand why someone would enjoy, I can understand why I would enjoy receiving. Right. Right. Which, which um, also doesn't make any sense. <laughs> right. But you know, nonetheless, right. you can understand it because you're, yeah, because you enjoy it and you know it. So yeah. it's, it's hard. And yeah, if, I'm, if, yeah. if I'm in subspace and I'm coming down in like really heavy subspace or something like that, she'll be like, you've asked me four times now if I enjoyed it. I'm like, did I? I don't remember asking that, you know? Right, um, right. But whereas switches, like my switch friends, like they, I mean, they can totally understand and they totally get why they, you know, enjoy both sides of it, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but they don't, I feel like, I feel like there's a level that we can go to that is not available to you if you're not hardwired a certain way. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Maybe, maybe. I mean, you know? I, I, I mean, I, I don't know any like switch service. Uh, well, the, the people I know who are switches who do like seem to like, and I'm, I'm if, uh, and this is not an offense to any switches out there, but I know a lot of switches who they like 50%, they like going 50% in either direction, right? And they totally mm -hmm. love that. like. Right. I, I have switch friends who are like, they would never be like, fuck, I'm not going to clean for someone. You know, they, they, they were like, fuck that. Right, you know? right, right. Or, or there's one switch we've been dating. Like she will, she will like swear at Saad. She's like, fucking hell. She'll say, and she'll say things or she'll swat Saad back. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I would get killed if I did that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, you just made a mistake. But no, it's totally fine. You know, right, right. Saad loves the, Saad loves the dynamic. I was taking a rope class recently. I'm like trying to learn how to tie. And I was like, okay, this is kind of fun, you know? And I'm like, it's creative. And I, I like, you know, I was taking the classes with this, with this girl and I was like, oh, you know, I, I like that she's enjoying this a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, like I like giving this to her. She's a nice yeah. person and she's enjoying it, you know, but I, I wasn't like turned on, you know, like right. I just enjoyed, ma I enjoyed making her happy, yeah. you know, and doing this thing for her and, and being able to, and like, you know, and I thought, oh, this is good. If I'm at a kink party and nobody wants to tie me up, I could tie somebody else up. And at least it would, at least someone would be happy and we'd have like right. connection and that's cool. I like all of that, but I'm like, I'm never going to get turned on from tying somebody up. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's just never, it's never, ever going to happen. You know. I've 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 experienced because like usually our dynamic when when Saad and I play with another person, I'm sort of like the helper, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm the assistant. I'm I'm, mm -hmm. I'm rarely the focus, um, but so I'm, I'm sort of like the assistant. Oh, I'll uh, hand her the toy or I'll hold a leg mm -hmm. while she ties it up and stuff like that. And uh, and I do enjoy that because especially if the other person is enjoying it, I can definitely understand why uh, and how one could appreciate being a like a service rope top i can I, you mm -hmm. know and if i was at you know you know i don't know if if i, if I was in a situation where, where sod really wanted me to take classes and learn how to do that more they, i'd probably enjoy it you know um mm -hmm. because also like there's also 
I do, I do, I can definitely appreciate like the female form in bondage. I can definitely appreciate that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe just because there's more of that content than there is guys yeah. being tied up, you know? Yeah. But, but I enjoy that too a lot, but usually I think I enjoy that, but I'm putting myself in the place of the woman. Because sexually, I always imagine myself in a feminine role anyway. I always think myself as a woman in sex, you know, and so I'm, I'm, I'm in the porn, the woman's tied up, but she's representing me in my fantasy. I'm, I'm, I'm her, I'm in her position. So, you know, it's not really, it's not about, it's not, I'm not, if it's a guy tying you up, I'm not imagining myself as that guy. Right. I'm not imagining how he feels. Yeah. But there is something like really um what's the what's the word clean about the relationship mm-hmm. when you're a bottom like that like right right when you're, you're when you're a demo bottom or, or right. for photos you know yeah. yeah it is it is very clean and like i said i think partly it's because like because I, I like you i actually I, I do enjoy doing service a certain amount i don't want to present as a service sub because um it just wouldn't be fully accurate you know what i mean like like, but I do, it's, it's like foreplay. Like I enjoy it. You know what yeah. I mean? I like if, if, if someone was only asking for service and I was never playing with them, I would start to feel taken advantage of and I wouldn't like it. But yeah. when I'm playing with somebody, I do actually enjoy cleaning for them or like running errands, you know, and especially if it's like right before we play or something, you know, like, like I just get, like, it's a total, you know, turn on, you know? And so, yeah. And and so being being the demo bottom can feel like that too. Like you like you feel it can feel, it can feel servicey and objectifying, like all those kind of good things, you know. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's just a sweet spot for me. And I think also, uh, yeah, it can be it can just be a different kind of connection from uh, from a session. You know, session is such a interesting thing. You know, and and yeah. It, it's tricky, right? Also, I'm like, probably if I didn't like sessioning, I wouldn't even think so much about making money. You know what I mean? Like, probably, right, like right. I think my only drive in life to make more, the only reason I even think about making more money is so I can session more. That's right. literally not any other reason. So otherwise, <laughs> yeah, right. it's like, well, I can just, I can just live off this and be fine. I don't really need any right. more. I'm not, I'm not trying to get a bigger couch. You know what I mean? Like, I'm fine, right. you know? Yeah. But I would really like a session more and longer, you know? And I also think, as I get older, this is actually a thing I've been thinking about transitioning. When I was younger, I sessioned rarely, very rarely. I just didn't have that much money mainly. And I was often in relationship with a dominant woman and we were playing, I was playing a lot in my personal life. And I had several like long BS relationships with some people, you know, I think. And um, as I get older, I'm like, Oh, I might, I might not be having those same relationships as much anymore. I might need to session more. I might need to be more of a client and less lifestyle maybe, you know, and that's going to cost more. And so I'm like, you know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, I'm going to need to like make more money if that's going to be an actual part, you know, part of my life, you know? Is this because you're, you're just not looking for a relationship or that's not an option right now or, or you feel. I mean, I, I feel like I've, 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 I've been extremely lucky in my dating life, like, and mm-hmm. that I've, 
continually dated women that were way out of my league, you know, and, and over and over again. And, and, but, you know, but now, um, you know, I just, I turned 50 and, and um, I'm, I'm open to it, but also I, I'm, you know, um, I've tried a lot of different things. Like I'm not, I'm not sure what would work anymore, you know? And, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm not sure what that I'm, I'm, I'm theoretically I'm, I'm open to it, but um, there's something, there's some kind of structure in there where like, maybe it, maybe I have a Dom who I'm more servicey and, you know, she has another relationship and maybe there's something like that that could happen that could work mm-hmm. for me. Maybe, um, I'm not, I'm not really sure, but you know, I mean, I've been in a lot of relationships and I haven't been able to make them work Yeah. and, and I'm getting better at them because my last two relationships, like I'm like best friends with those women, you know, and they're both yeah. living with their boyfriend now and, and I'm with such good friends, you know? So I'm like, I'm like okay, I'm doing, the, I'm doing something well because I'm still very good friends with these people that I dated, you know? Yeah. Um, but so I, I just don't know. I don't know if there's a structure that'll necessarily work for me. You know, I'm not, it's probably I, you'll know it when I'm you see it, type it. of thing. Right. I'll know it when I see it. But in the meantime, I still I I need to. I have this this part of me that I can't. You know, it's it's it's. You know, I think it was less important to me when I was younger, not because it's it's the same in importance as when I was younger, except when I was younger, other things were also important. And a lot of those things are no longer important to me. You know what I mean? Like I was writing all these books and I was trying to be famous and trying to be part of this conversation that was happening. I don't really care about that anymore. <laughs> right. right? So right. a lot of the things that I was putting my ambition into when I was younger, I don't, I'm, I'm not as interested, you know, like, right. so, but I'm just as interested in BDSM as I've ever been, you know? So that's the same. And everything else has kind of fallen away. So it's not like it's more important than it was. It's just that all the other things are less important than they were. And so I have this thing in my life that's really that's really important. And if I have to explore it as a client or something, you know, that which you know, which I've been doing, that's that's totally fine, you know, and, and um yeah. How so, how uh, how um so I've I've never I've never been in a situation where I, I I paid for a session, not because I didn't want to, but because uh I've I've never had enough money, and and being single at the same time I've never, mm-hmm, never mm-hmm. had those things. But one thing I always there was a time when I was like I was like I, I've got to do this. But I, I I the whole thing in my brain of, um, and I know that what I'm about to say is not true. I want to I want to be I want to be clear. You know, I've got plenty of pro dom and former pro, pro dom friends. I'm married to a former pro, so I know that what I'm about mm-hmm. to say is not true. Is that there was part of my brain that was like well if I was to do what I, they really wanted me to do, I just give them the money and then leave. Right. Mm, because mm. that way they didn't have to work. And that, that would probably be the only right, thing that would right, please right. them. Right. But also I didn't want to, I didn't know what to ask for because I didn't, I, I didn't know what they wanted. Right. Because for me, the mm-hmm. whole thing was, the whole thing was, you know, for me, submission, what I really enjoy about it is like, like the objectification being desired, mm-hmm. you know, that's the, you know, the, the and also pleasing someone. So if I right. went in and, and made a list and asked, you know, oh, I'd like to do A, B, and C, I'm like, well, what if I say C and they don't really feel like they're not in the mood for it? You know, mm-hmm. you know I don't want them to feel obligated. So how, how, how does that work for you? Like, how do you communicate the, I, mean, I suppose you've got to know. I, I mean, the main thing is like, if, 
if you play with the same person. So, you know, I have a person in New York I've been sessioning with for like at least 10 years, mm -hmm. you know, and um, I never tell her what I want anymore. Right. So I found, I actually found that like it didn't, the session scenes were not as good when I told her and now I just let her like, but that's our connection, you know? And, and if I see someone new, it, it's unlikely, I'm unlikely to have that connection necessarily, right. you know? Um, and so, and uh, you know, I also have someone like that in Los Angeles that I saw when I was living there, you know? So, and then I'll see, I'll see new people, but it's, 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 you know, occasionally I'll just like kind of get obsessed with somebody and I'll, I have a session with this person because I saw them online. I'm getting obsessed with them. I'm following them. And like, it's cheaper for me to just do, go wherever they are and do a session than whatever else I'm going to do. You know what I mean? Like, right. other, other than like clearing off their, like their wish list, you know, and right, like, right. like I better go do a session. Like, because most of the time it'll, it'll, that'll get it out of my system and then they'll, be, they'll become normal people again, you know? Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think the, the main, the main thing I think is, you know, sessioning with the same people over and over again, you know, and, and I, I do a lot of lifestyle stuff too, right? Like I'll, you know, like when somebody come, when I was living in New Orleans and the Dom would come through town, I'd be the person picking them up at the airport and driving them. I, often I'd put them up in my own house, you know, and I'd give them the bedroom and so forth. And I would just like, it was actually a perfect for like a few days while they were in town. I was like, a, I was fully submissive and servicey and doing, you know, making sure they had all this stuff and chauffeuring them around and they, they could do sessions at my place and I would just like leave. And, yeah. and it was just great. It was, it was the right amount because it, you know, like it was like, it didn't, it wouldn't really work forever, but it would work for like three or four days at a time, you know, right. like, um, and I do and you got to I, know I, them. You got to, you, you got yeah. to, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times we would play, uh, we do pictures or something, you know, for the website or, mm -hmm. you know, that, you know, or a lot of times you just end up playing with them. Like, like, uh, you know, God is tangent. Like, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think, tangent, I don't think we've met, but yeah, yeah, I know. Tangent's awesome. And she used to always stay with me when she would visit New York. And I was very clear that nothing was expected, you know, but yeah. at the same time, she just always felt like she had to play with me because she was staying. It was just how she was. She's right. kind of always playing. She's kind of just always, she's just a deeply sexual being, you know, an erotic person. And she just, at some point when she was staying with me, she'd always end up just like tying me up and doing something. And like, so that would, you know, that can, that can also, that can also happen, you know, but you want to make it clear. It's not a quid pro quo, you know, yeah, but it, yeah. it does happen a lot, you know, sure. I don't think that Tangent wanted to be a quid pro quo. She wanted to feel like, you know, this is what she wanted to do this, you know, um, she wanted to give me something for being helpful and stuff. But um, so, I mean, also, I, so a lot of my play still consists of that. Like when now I'm in Chicago. And so it's like when a Dom I know comes to Chicago, I'll do, I'll put, I'll put them up if I can. I'll pick them up at the airport and I'll be a chauffeur. And, and so, right. you know, so it's, uh, you know, but I, but I also want to be aware is like, as I get older, you know, like, I would like to be able to afford to, to session more and a session for um, more extended periods, paid sessions. I don't want, I don't want getting older to be like, I don't want to like just give up on that stuff, you know? Right. But have I you have know to be able to afford it, you know? Which oh, is, of course. Yeah. It's, it's expensive. <laughs> have, have you noticed, and I don't know if this is, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a little younger than you, but not by much. Mm -hmm. The, mm -hmm. um, and I, I, 
I'm I'm curious if you've noticed this, and maybe it's a maybe it's a matter of having more time to think or something like that. Um, because like when I was when I was single before, like every waking minute was was about finding someone to play with, right? I mean, everything mm. or or, you know, or have sex with. It was always that. I mean, my work was 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 an impediment to that, but I uh, an unnecessary or a necessary obligation, you know, that type of thing. Like every, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I'm almost embarrassed at how much I spent on like collar me and all that stuff. It was it was pretty oh, embarrassing. Um, uh, so I didn't have time to like think about my kink at all because I was too busy mm-hmm. looking for, and I was like, whatever you want, whatever you want, you know, just, just do it, you know, whatever. But, right. Right. Um, of and, and so of course, I didn't have, but, but know. now that I'm, now that I'm, maybe it's a matter of getting older. Maybe it's a matter of having more free time um, of uh, that. I'd be able to think more about it. And like, and like, I'm like, I could not tell you what I would enjoy about, a scene or something like that with someone or what appealed to me about the idea of playing with someone before, because for me, it was just mm-hmm. like, you know, Oh, I'm, I'm attracted to them and they're dominant and I'm submissive. And that's it. Have you noticed like either a, like you've been able to kind of like sharpen your idea of what you enjoy or, or about your kink or more identify what it is. I mean, have you, cause I've noticed that myself. I'm like, Oh, mm-hmm. I, I know. Like, and there've also been situations where like, Oh, uh, I, we were doing this act, but because one thing was off, mm. like, like we were playing with someone once and she had just gotten in a relationship. And, um, uh, so, so she, her, like the, the guy said, you can do anything you want with her. The guy she was dating said, you can do anything you want with Saad, but just no physical contact with, with him. And so I was like, ah, well mm-hmm. that sucks eggs, but okay. And I noticed mm-hmm. like, holy, like there were times when Saad was playing with me and she was just sitting there watching and I just, I couldn't stand it because I knew she was not enjoying. She, I knew she enjoyed the physical, you know, everything physical. She was not like a right, voyeur, right, right. and so because uh, she, I could tell she wasn't really enjoying it, I stopped enjoying it. Like I could not, I just couldn't, mm-hmm. you know, I couldn't get out of it. But right, that's something right. that no, I never would have thought of before. Weird. Yeah, uh-huh. um, yeah. Okay. How has that happened with you? Are you able to pinpoint it more, or have you always had like a yeah, good grasp on it? I don't, yeah, I don't know that I have a good grasp on it even now, because I think that, I think a lot of it has to do with the connection with the person, you know, and so there's things you want to do with one person that you don't want to do with somebody else. Um, but there's, but there's also certain things like, uh, like now I tell people that I don't, I don't like spitting, you know, and I, and I tell them also, you know, I don't do any water sports. And I realize these are things in the past that have like taken me out like for some reason, you know, something that kind of gross and stuff is kind of like totally pulls me out of the space, you know? Yeah. And um, so I know some things like that, you know, and I also know that like, I don't have bad bondage scenes, you know, that like if I'm tied up, I'm always happy. So yeah. like, yeah. you know, it's a certain thing. But on the other hand, there are things that I really like, like humiliation that, uh, are so specific that it's like it's hard for most people to do it right and so if i'm like if i'm sessioning with somebody it's first time i don't know that i'm gonna mention that i'm into humiliation because like we've only got an hour and like yeah you know a lot of time a lot of times you know they, they say something and it's just kind of silly like you 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 have to kind of know somebody or for me i think it takes a deeper connection yeah you know to get at that spot you know so like, like for me, when I'm in subspace, my world becomes hyper, hyper, uh, 
I was almost going to say hyper real, hyper literal, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like I remember, and I, it, it took me forever. And Saad had had to be the one to point this out. Like, I can't do role play because in, when I'm in subspace, right? Everything, oh, everything no, is super real. Same thing. I've had that exact same thing because I had this. I was dating this person. We were in a DS relationship, and she, we were playing. She might get angry, and she realized at some point that like I can't tell the difference between like play angry and like real angry and i would get yeah. sad you know yeah. that i'm just like in that space and all i want is this person to be happy with me yes, you know i'm the same way yes, and, like, I'm the same way. you know and it was just like devastating you know yeah i'm the, I'm the same way where i don't like do role play and stuff for that reason because like like if you're actually mad then it's cool to express it and sometimes bdsm is great for that because you can literally like cane me and get out of your system and now you're not mad anymore that's great you know but mainly like i don't want to be punished unless you're actually mad i don't want fake mad stuff you know because i'll believe it you know and like i want i want you to hit me because like you enjoy it and i want like i want to take pain because it makes you happy and i want you to like pat me on the head and tell me i'm a good boy basically you know yeah yeah we had we had talked about um, like when you're going to go see a pro and you're do, you do a session. And I don't think we really talked about like how you communicate. If it's someone new, do you like mm-hmm. look on their website or what their interests are, and then say yeah. yes on these things, or do you like? How well, does that work? Certainly, like you? if it. Well, I mean, certainly, I'm like, if I'm playing with someone new, I've probably been obsessed with them for like a little while, and so <laughs> I and I don't. I, I don't know that I play with people new as a client like that often. Like, in fact, um, it would be more common for me to like maybe meet somebody at say like DomCon or something. And then after meeting them to then see them as a client, you know what I mean? Right. Um, as opposed to just like going through the personal ads, trying to think, well, maybe, you know, it's so hard to figure out the connection, but if I like them, then, um, you know, I've certainly read through, all of their like online materials prior to contacting them definitely sure. you know so you know you know what you, um, you you can tell what they're into ahead of time and you can kind of pick amongst those things and is that how that works yeah and i think that like and, and i'm probably thinking that we have you know a, a, an intersection of desire you know things that we both enjoyed you know um so uh yeah i don't know i don't know i'm trying to think because i haven't like i'm trying to think when like I played with someone new this past week, but it was, it was someone who we had been corresponding uh, on Instagram. I don't even know what happened. Like, man, maybe I liked a picture or something. We started communicating and, uh, and then, and I was like, well, I'll be in New York and there's a class if you want to take it. And I offered to pay for the class, you know, um, with a caning class that right. Jeremy and Bruce were teaching. And so she was super into it and I paid for the class. Um, we didn't play or anything, you know, and, and she got to Kane and Bruce, you know, uh, and I said, you know, well, if you want to, cause she wants to be a pro dom and, but I, you know, I offered myself up, you know, like if you want to practice, you know, I'll, I'll be happy to buy you a cane, you know, cause she wanted a longer cane than the one she had and like, and she took me up on it and I bought her sounds and a cane and she came over and she like, oh, and I, and, I, and she wanted to learn how to saran wrap somebody. So I bought a, uh, some pallet wrap right? and, um, and so she came over and did all that. And then we, you know, we had coffee and stuff and it was awesome. It was just so 
fun, you know, but yeah, it's not, a, it's not a paid session. Um, it was funny too, because I was like, you know, I'm trying to like be careful, obviously, you know, and right. she's like, okay, I want to try like first thing you want to try was sounding. And I was like, well, I mean, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta take my pants off for that. There's no real way around that. You right. Know? Like, right. So I, let me double check. You know that in order to sound me, you're going to have to touch my penis. I just want to make sure right. that you're okay with that before right. we, before I take off my pants in front of you. You know, I, right. I kind of thought in my mind, I somehow thought we would be going in, in the other direction, and that would be the last thing we did. You right. Know? Right. Like, right. That would be the, you know, right. I didn't like, uh, but she was super into sounding, and it, and it was it was very fun, all of it. You know, and yeah, and. and you know, there's no, didn't have a component, there's no orgasm or anything like that. You know what I mean? It was just, it was just great. It was so, so such a good connection. Um, so I'm trying to think of like the last time I sessioned with somebody new uh, without knowing them. Well, I guess it was a, f- a few months ago, you know, and yeah, it was just somebody whose pictures caught me and we sessioned. And then that person, after we sessioned, I then saw her a week or two later because she wanted to do an OnlyFans clip. And so we then did, you know, a video clip, you know, so that was, that was really cool. Is there a different vibe when you go from being like a paid client to doing like a, an OnlyFans type of thing? Is there, is it a it different depends vibe? A lot of, it depends a lot on the Dom, right? Because right. like there's been times where somebody's been practicing on me. Like I was, I think one person specific where like they were, you know, kind of starting out and they wanted to practice and some stuff, but they want to like go through a session as if we were doing a session so they could kind of understand how a session works. I did not know that that was what they wanted to do initially, you know, like I wasn't fully clear. So I was really surprised that she was, she wanted me to have an orgasm was like, I was like, great, but also, why you know right, like, right, okay you right. know i'm into it i don't understand why you want why you want this but you know right uh uh so that i mean it was it was, it was great but also kind of like you know i'm always anytime i find myself in a situation like that i'm like i just i can't believe how lucky i am how is life so good yeah. you know in these moments and like what have i possibly done to deserve this i can't imagine right. you know and oh yeah every single time it's a surprise I'm yeah. like, I just can't believe anybody would do this for me. I just can't, you know, even though it's happened before, like, I just can't, I just, it's, it's shot every single time. It's shocking. You know, I oh, never yeah. expect it. And you know, yeah, when no, I, I, when I was dating, when I was dating, she would like, um, well, she had a jealous streak, you know, <laughs> and, and, and she was, you know, I would always say like, why are we processing all of this stuff? You know, nothing's going to, nothing's going to happen. I just said I would go help them with this and this, you know. And she was like, you know, you always say that and something always happens, you know. Which which was I think accurate in a lot of ways. I actually think I but but I never no matter how often something happened, I couldn't ever bring myself to expect it. It just always seemed like magic. And, and someone just, someone told me that the reason because I I was exp- I was talking to someone about experience that I had and there were many situations where I I would I went in thinking it was going to be one thing and then it elevated, right? And that it was like, oh, I didn't think this was going to have any sex at all. And it turned out to have some sort of sex or I mm-hmm. thought I was going to be mostly clothed or just in my underwear. And it turned into be mm-hmm. something very different. Right, right. And someone told me, I'm trying to remember exactly how she phrased it. She goes, she was, 
because those types of things happen to me. I want to be clear how I say this. I, I they happen to me more often than I would expect, right? right Much more right, often right. than I expect. Um, because I was sincerely not going into it thinking like, "Ooh, maybe this is going to get you know whatever." And she said, <laughs> "That's exactly why those things happen." Because right, it right, didn't right. seem like like I was doing that for some ulterior motive, or I wasn't I wasn't trying to push for anything. I wasn't pushing at all, and mm -hmm. that it felt safe for them to do that. And that's why those things happen, right? Because because you're not going if you go in there expecting like, yeah, this is going to start with A and it's going to end with Z, you know, mm -hmm. that right. they, that that they can smell that on you, right, or something, you know, right, um, right. And it's because you were sincere and not expecting it. Uh, that that's why it happened it just yeah i i still it's it's it'll it'll never not seem like a miracle you know <laughs> it's always just like an incredible blessing and just like okay this is great you know yeah but you know but i'm also like uh i don't know you know i don't want i don't i don't want to be expecting things and i don't want to take advantage and like you know i want to also be able to pay and be a client you know and, sure. and, and respect also that the people you know they might even if they're lifestyle players if they're doing this for the job you know you got to respect that and navigate that yeah you know when you're when you're seeing someone that you're about to get obsessed with or you are obsessed with it i'm mm -hmm. just gonna i'm trying to see if this is if this is sometimes you can tell it, like when someone's really enjoying something right and you and know, so you know I, when I, I had i had this woman that i was obsessed with and, and I just was watching her videos and I came across her because she tweeted something about one of my books. So she had read, and I was like, oh, thank you, you know, and maybe we should have coffee next time I'm in town. And then I started like looking at her page and everything and seeing like, oh, wow, she's like really attractive, you know, and oh, these videos that she's putting up there, there's a lot of mystery. There's really, you know, I can really project my fantasy onto this great big screen that she's put up here because she's, you know, it's really incredible. Right. And I just started to get so into her to the point where I finally said I was coming to town and I said, I just think that we should like do a session. I don't think that I could meet with you and have coffee in a way that was honest. You know what I mean? Cause I could, if I'm so intent on, right. on hooking up with you that like to, to pretend that we were just having coffee and I didn't have those intentions would be dishonest, you know? Yeah. So like, I think we should just do a paid session and then have coffee the next day. Like, what would you think of that? And it was again, one of those situations where she was like, yeah, that's just weird enough. I'm into it. Let's do it. You know, because <laughs> like, we were already going to meet for coffee, but I was just like, I can't meet for coffee with you in, in an honest right. way. Right. You know, like we just, we got, I've got to do this first in order to like clear it out. And then, right. you know, and you know, so we had this, we did a session and it was good. You know, it wasn't like, it was just really good. But like happens most of the time, like, okay, now you're a person now. You know what I mean? Like the session yeah. was great. I didn't regret doing the session, but I needed to do that in order to talk to you now as a person. I just had to like get the fantasy version of you out of my system a little bit, you know? No, that makes sense. Yeah. And, and, and now, 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 is it like this? I don't want to say it like the spell is broken, but it's sort of like you know. Well, we found we found our best spot actually. So the session was great, and then and we became very good friends. I just talked to her on the phone actually a couple of days ago. Like we're still this was years ago. We're still really good friends. 
I think I did one more session with her, but then I was like, ah, it's not exactly right. But then she want, we wanted to do videos together. She wanted to make some videos. And so we started doing these erotic videos and they were like so deeply connected. When we were making these videos, it was like, it's just as erotic an experience as I've ever had, you know, just me. And I just realized like, kind of similar to the other story, like, well, this is our sweet spot. We're actually, we connect best when we're trying to like, make a video and like right. do like an erotic video that's how we should play because that's where we're really good and we really enjoy it we both you know we both enjoy the process and like so i wasn't really going to be a client with her after that it just wasn't like it just wasn't our best spot you know right. it didn't quite make sense you know and like we made we, made, we, we were able to do things together like make videos and that was mm -hmm. super erotic but mainly we just became good friends you know mainly like we did the session we got out of the way and right. now we can just be friends, you know, right. like, which is not, you know, a normal case, obviously, like, you're not going to become good friends with everybody you do a session with, and you should expect to, <laughs> right. you know, but we had kind of, we had started on that track prior to doing the session, and we just kind of mm -hmm. got back on that track yeah. after we got the session out of the way. But I, but I remember thinking, like, that was the right decision. That was, you know what I mean? Like, that was exactly, I read the situation right, and I'm glad I was honest and told her what I told her, and like, because I, I think I salvaged something there rather than pretending to be somebody I wasn't. Yeah. And that we wouldn't maybe have been such good friends if I had been like, oh, yeah, I just want to have coffee with you. I'm cool. Like, you know, no, I'm like fantasizing <laughs> about you all the time. Like, I want, all I want to do is be in your ropes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like underneath you and it's like serving you like, like, I've got to get that out of the way before, you know, we get for, I think the whole thing would have been unhealthy for me, at least, if not for both of us. One thing uh, that I noticed, I think this might just come with the territory of being a, a, a sub for so long single, mm -hmm. um, is that like when um, when Syed and I are like talking to people, if we're going to play with them or something like that, mm -hmm. it's uh, like she she like really needs to get to know the person really well before she, mm -hmm. she's, she definitely identifies as demisexual. She needs to know the person before she knows right, if she's right. attracted to them, right? Mm -hmm. Where Whereas me... Like I can know within five seconds if I'm mm -hmm. attracted to the person, right? I can become right. unattracted. Like if, if they come out and say like, you know, like, boy, that Hitler had some ideas or something, then, then they can very mm -hmm. easily be unattractive to me. But like, Good. it's like my, my, my brain gives them a bit of the doubt first, right? Um, mm -hmm. uh, it, it's attractive until proven otherwise, I guess is what it is. Um, right, right. And I think it's sort of like that because I was, when you were talking about that I was like, you almost have to have that skill where you can just enjoy someone in this context. Um, I, Cause I remember I had to, especially when I was doing like, cause there were, I was playing with people like being rope bottoms or being, you know, demo bottoms for people who I was really attracted to and had like crushes on. Right. Mm -hmm. But I had to shut that part of my brain off. I had to shut up cause I couldn't pine after them. It wouldn't have, I would have, you know, I would have gone insane. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so I was able to have this skill where I could just enjoy I enjoyed that relationship, whatever that was, for what it was, mm -hmm. right? Oh, this right, is someone who right. every now and again we play together and I'm not constantly pining over them or something. I had to, mm -hmm, I had to, it was like mm -hmm. a self-defense mechanism. Is that how it works yeah. for you? Or like, how do you prevent yourself from like pining well, or, I mean, or if I'm, if I'm going to get into like a, I mean, it doesn't happen that often, thankfully. And it happens less as I get older, you know, where I like put somebody in like this fantasy in my brain and it's just a projection, you know, it's just me projecting. And I, as I get older, I, I just do that a lot less, you know, right. like, 
Um, I mean, the person who I play with in New York, who I've been playing with for a long time. I, I, I'm, I can't do better than that. Right. You know, that person is like, you know, we've somehow maintained these like incredible boundaries. Like we've become friends and we'll go to movies together or something, but we don't, we, I did do some pictures with her and a little bit of video stuff for one, a couple of times, but really when we're playing, I'm paying for it, you know, like right. even, the, even though we'll do other things together, you know, we are definitely friends. It's like right. somehow we've maintained these boundaries and, and this level uh, of erotic tension is just, just right. You know, and I, I, it's not going to, it's not going to be better with anybody else. You know, right. that's the thing too. Right. So, so that's um, it. That's already, that's yeah. already, you've already got that in your brain you've already got that maybe i mean but you know i remember just being like insane over you know and in a way that i didn't even feel was healthy at all and she was so sweet to like actually like accept that you know what i mean like and we right. can talk about it and like and 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 transition together like she was actually like you know uh just awesome about it because i think it could have been like a kind of thing that maybe freaks you out, you know what I mean? Sure. <laughs> you know? Right. But she was also maybe, I don't think I was, I also, I don't think I was the only person that felt that way, but toward her, you know, and right. she was used to being that. I think part of her thing as a, as a pro dom was she had, I don't know if she does this anymore, but she'd put herself, you know, some people are better at presenting themselves as a screen for you to project upon. Yeah. And some people close that down, you yeah. know, they're like, I'm this, I'm this, I'm not this, I'm not that. You know what I mean? And it really depends on the person, you know? But she she was just very good at, like, because, like, her whole website was, like, mostly videos at the time. And so it's just a lot of room to, like, like to, to plug your own fantasies into the world that she was creating, you know? Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I haven't been that kind of obsessed with anybody in a long time, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, um, though you know, I I was really into uh, Lee, this kind of amazing dom in Los Angeles, you know, and and in Los Angeles, I had always played with uh, Damiana Chai, and Ara had actually taken her class, and I was like, man, I think I really want to play with this person. There's something also about the vibe that she was, you know, her online presence, you know, she very very erotic style of writing and stuff. Right. And, um, and she, uh, and so I asked, actually asked Ariana if it was okay. And Ariana was fine. And then when I was in, in LA, like I did, I did a session with Ariana and it was great. And, um, and I would certainly like to do another session with Ariana. I mean, Ariana is like pretty awesome, but it's not, it's not the same as far as like, it's like, that was great. And I'd like to do it again, but that weird, like kind of like obsessive thing, like goes away. Fortunately. Right. You know, because I, 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 I think I think one of the big things too for me is like one thing I enjoyed about um, about being a, a demo bottom or being a rope bottom or something like that is that I know that I've served a purpose, right? Yeah, that's and, huge. and that that's a huge, huge thing. And while if you're a paid client, obviously you're serving a purpose, right? Because mm-hmm. they can pay rent and they can eat all that stuff. But I would be like, I, I imagine I would be hyper concerned because I have played with people where afterwards. I was like super, super concerned that like they that they they didn't they like okay you only uh, you only felt like fifty percent of my submission and I want to make sure you know that there's more there <laughs> you know you know what I mean 
you know, but at the same time, you don't want to be creepy, you know? Um, so, so I, I imagine like, like, like what, what for you after you're done with a session where you're like, you know, okay, this person really enjoyed it as well. Or like, what, what is the, I don't know. I mean, if it's like, if it's like a paid session, you know, then like, I don't know if they've necessarily enjoyed it, you know, uh, because it's a paid session, you right. know, like, but I do know, like, have I like me, you know, have I, have I at least tried to not be a creep, you know what right. I mean? And like been respectful yeah. and like, um, made it a and, positive experience uh, compared to some of, some of the, yeah, right. Maybe, you know, I mean, uh, I know that I've, I've said to some people when I played with them that like, look like I'm obedient, you know, like, so if I touch you somewhere and you don't like it, you know, or like if I'm, being too needy or something, you just tell me, you just tell me where to put my hands. And that's where I'll put, yeah. put them, you know, like, right. and so, uh, but that I, I, I definitely need you to tell me, um, I, like when you slip it, when you go into subspace, you know, like you're really a less intelligent version of yourself, yeah. you know, because you're really, your brain is really slowed down and mushy and not quite thinking straight. So like, I've got to trust the person to tell me, you know, what they want or what they, what they want me not to do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. because I don't want to do anything that they don't want me to do, but also yeah. I've, I've got to, if, if I don't trust them to be honest with that way with me, that when I'm in a place where I'm not even thinking correctly, cause you know, like you might be tied to a table, right. And you're feeling really emotional and the person is like walking by the table and you kind of, you know, you're all tied up with me, you reach out and you grab their hand, you know, you just kind of barely just reach out. That's a really normal thing to do, you know, like yeah. if they're like, that's like you're a child and they're like your mom. Um, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. And like, but I've got to know that if, if that happens and you don't like that, you're going to tell me not. You'll say stop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, as opposed to like, um, if you're Putting not going to communicate with it or... that. Right. I mean, Damiana wrote this beautiful thing actually recently about like, the the top is actually the person most responsible during a session. Like, the bottom is going to kind of like sink away in a lot of, a lot of times. And like, so you, you, you know, you're, 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 you're not, you're not equal, you know? Right. Uh, and, and if, if I don't, if I don't think I can trust the person to like be clear with the boundaries and I'm not going to want to play with that. I'm be, I'll be too afraid. Like yeah. I do not want it to be the person that, I mean, I, people have, you know, it's not like nobody's ever gotten upset with me before, you know, well, I'm like, I don't want anybody in the scene to be upset with me, you know, and feel taken advantage of. And you know what I mean? And so like, sure. I don't, I don't want to consent to be in any situation where that's a possibility. Right. You know? And so like, um, so if we're not, if we're not communicating honestly, then that, then that can be, you know, that can be, you can, you can end up there, you know? Well, like, one, one thing I think that can really help a, a submissive, well, at least, you know, in my experience as, as a submissive guy, is if you have a lot of um, pro-dom friends who tell mm -hmm. you the stories, like their nightmare stories, like right, I, I remember, right, right. then you're like, holy shit, I'm a catch, you know? <laughs> because like the, <laughs> I know, I know. Some, they do have like, they, they do have some crazy stories, you know? I'm I know, just like, I had the same thing because my girlfriend who I dated with for years was also a pro and you're hearing about all their clients and you're like, well, I was never that bad. I never did anything like that, you know. Like <laughs> right, right. The, the level of expectations that people have, you know, they bring into a session where you're just like, "Whoa!" Like it's it's yeah. surprising, but you know, yeah. maybe it shouldn't be. 
Right. Yeah. No, no, without a doubt. Um, you, you did, you did tweet. I, I'm almost never on social media, almost never on social media, but, but, uh, before I do, interviews, okay. I do jump on, I do jump on and, and I was like, Oh, let's see what, what, uh, what Steven has been writing about. And you said something really interesting, uh, that I found really fascinating. Uh, very recently you said I was in two long polyamorous relationships. I liked it. The poly thing was their idea. Both times I met my partner's husband, but frequently I wouldn't understand what my partner was upset about. It turned out they were just really jealous and didn't know how to say it. They were trying to live up to the politicized version of themselves that didn't exist. In so I had these two relationships in San Francisco, one after another. They were each for like two years and they were very serious. One of them was with somebody I dated previously and I had known for 15 years already. And in both situations, they were married, living with their uh, husbands and... Um, but they were poly, you know, and I was the boyfriend, but I was very mm -hmm. seriously the boyfriend. And especially I think of the first one, which I actually wrote about in the modern love column in the New York times. Um, like she was married. She had this, this service submissive she'd been with for like 20 years and he was still coming over and cleaning her apartment, you know, got nothing, right. you know, and I was the boyfriend. It was this great situation, you know, and I, I didn't realize until later, like she was always upset, but because she was like jealous, I thought, she wanted me to be with other people. She would tell me to be with other people. She was kind of like pushing me to be with other people. I felt like even, but actually if, if she had just said like, I'm going to see other people, I'm married. I'm also a professional dominatrix and so forth. And I don't want you to see other people. I want you to be monogamous. This is what I right. want. If she had said that, I think I could have done it. Cause I was so in love with her. I was yeah. like insane over this person. And like, but she couldn't tell me that because that was not who she saw herself as. Right. You know, like she, that would be admitting, you know, something that she was not going to admit to herself, that she was jealous right. of me. And in both these situations, I didn't realize what was going on. And it's like, cause I was not, I was not jealous, you know, yeah. those times. I mean, I've been jealous before, but I wasn't jealous. I felt very secure in my relationship with these people. Like I was like, I liked I liked that they had a husband and they had somebody to go and do their taxes with and everything else. Like, and I did not, <laughs> right. I did not want to be that guy, you know, like I liked right. my role, you know, in the, in the second one, I would be there on Sunday nights and the three of us, you know, who I think you've met that person I was dating. Um, we were like, you know, I'd hang out with her and her husband and we'd watch HBO on Sunday nights. You know what I mean? It was like really nice, but like, I didn't want to be him. I liked being, I liked my role better than his role, you know? Right. I like just being the boyfriend. But, I, I, I know, think but it's I, very... but it was surprising because it was, it was for them. I wasn't the one insisting on being poly. They were, you yeah. know? And so you would think that I would be the jealous one that would have a problem. But actually, I didn't. I was great being this. I loved being, you know, this, the secondary partner. I loved being the boyfriend. And I wasn't jealous of them at all. It didn't, you know, the fact that they were married, the fact that they were sex workers, like, did not trouble me in any way, surprisingly, I guess, you know? I think there is a a thing that, you know, I, I know someone who uh, she started getting into poly relationships and was like, she, that became like a, a big identity for her. Right. And, mm -hmm. and for her, it right, was great. Right. It was great because it was great for her because she was just, I mean, uh, for her, that was the perfect thing for her. Right. But at the same time, she was still used to uh, 
this idea of that one person being, you know, only for her, right? That, that, this, so, mm -hmm. so it was a very difficult mm -hmm. thing for her to snap. And it was, and, and she, she, I remember her talking about how it was just such a difficult thing for her to, to get over that part. And then I think what I think her fix was she got basically she got a cuckold boyfriend and that kind of solved the problem for her. Perfect. But, uh, yeah. But whatever but yeah, works. No, it, it was tricky. Like I mean, those those were like my most successful relationships. You know, like I think that I could I could imagine doing that again. You know, right. definitely. Um, but then, uh, but also, you know, as I get older, I recognize certain patterns where like where before. It's like, if you tell me this is okay, I'm like, all right, well, you said it's okay, so it's okay. But now I'm like, I've been in this situation enough, I don't think it's okay. I don't think, I don't think you think it's okay. You know, you're just, you know, so if I, maybe if I have more experience with the situation than you do, I might be like, yeah, I'm not. Like, for instance, I was, I'd be with people when I was younger, especially when I was, like, publishing a lot of books and I would meet all these people all the time. And I'd meet some pretty awesome women who'd be like, they want to dominate me. Cause they're like, okay, I'm going to do what he wants because yeah. I want to be with him. And I'd be like, okay, you know, but now I would not let somebody do that. Right. Now I'd be like, oh no, look, if you're, if you're not actually in the BDS, if you're not actually a cop, I don't want this one sided thing where you're doing this thing you don't really want to do to make me happy thinking that I'm going to then reciprocate in some way. Cause I'm not, it defeats I only the have, purpose. This, this is my only, this is my only sexuality. I don't have that other side for you you know right. so like i would no longer if when somebody said if somebody would tell me now they were okay with that i wouldn't believe them when yeah. i was younger i'd be like oh you're okay with it great you know i just believe you yeah but now i'd be like nah you, even if you think you're okay with it you're not okay with it like if you're not a cop <laughs> this is not your thing you're not going to be okay with it so you're not right. you're not gonna be happy with how this goes so right i wouldn't i wouldn't do it now and so that's the thing that i think that happens you know as you get older you know you're like oh yeah yeah but you know you are actually like people can't consent, people can't give you permission to be a jerk. You know, it doesn't matter. You, yeah. you don't be a jerk, you yeah. know, but, yeah. but you know, you don't always know what you're doing wrong. So as you get older, I think you have a better idea, but of course, if by then you're like me, like 50, it's like too late. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs>